welcome to Drop Zone, a Player Unknown's Battlegrounds podcast. I'm Tip Catania. And I'm David Johnson. And we didn't come up with an intro, so David. Yes. What, what are your dreams? <laughs> <laughs> uh, world peace. World peace. Stock answer. Okay. Ridiculous. Uh, Four out of food ten. Food for all the orphans, but okay, only the fair. orphans. <laughs> no food for anyone else. Only the <laughs> if orphans. you have one parent, you're you're not getting fed. <laughs> it's about time the orphans got what they deserve. <laughs> I don't mean that in a Which negative is everything. way. Yeah, they deserve everything. It's time. <laughs> Even the odds. Uh, you're like you're like a dumb Thanos. <laughs> 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 it's like, that's your whole thing. <laughs> dumb Thanos. <laughs> Hopefully that's, that's the title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we've got a few updates for you this week for for the game that is known as PUBG around these parts. Um, so, David, why don't you tell me about this war mode thingamajigger? All right, I will tell you about this war mode thingamajigger. It's a new event mode, and it's called Silent and Violent. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so tough. This week's Love it. VSS-themed event mode. Scurry through the hills of Sanok with a fully loaded out VSS and eliminate as many enemies as possible in this squad-based War mode event. Uh, the full details are that it starts September 6th and ends September 9th. Which so by the time you hear this, it's over with. This. It's already over, but we, you know. But we had fun. It was a lot of fun. It was the best Damn, war mode. You guys all run. loved it. I'm so glad that you guys loved it so much. Kev Dog got 900 kills. It was crazy. <laughs> um, no, so the rules are it's war mode. All players spawn with a fully modified VSS along with a level one helmet and vest. You also get five bandages, an energy drink, a stun grenade, a smoke grenade. Killers respawn every 30 seconds via the plane. Uh, eliminating every uh, eliminating an enemy earns your team three points. And knocking out an enemy earns one point if no team reaches 150 points after 15 minutes. The team with the most points wins. No vehicle respawns and other event rules. It looks like friendly fire is disabled. That's it nice. doesn't say anything about down and not out being on or off so i'd assume you can get no you can get knocked it said knocking yeah, so. an enemy is worth one point so yeah yeah so you can get no revived. one's to kill but yeah that's cool yeah that's fun yeah so yeah i were we record at such a time that like that information or we release at such time that information is useless it's great it's real uh, good. But it's still like fun it. to cover because that's interesting it's an interesting game mode yeah sounds fun even the odds everybody's got a vss yeah Every, everyone can't aim far away we played a uh, we played a couple of like full match modes on Sanok with only VVSS as a spawning weapon and it, that's a lot of fun. It sounds fun. And it's real fun. This is mode ought to be good. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty excited about it. So uh, PC update 1.0. Yeah. It's update uh, number it's it's number 21. Uh, so they basically jump in and say, hey, we've got a big update for you all today. Alongside additional fix, PUBG progress, we're releasing a heavily requested training mode, the brand new MK47 Mutant, the already fan favorite. Tuck shy vehicle for Sandhawk and the new laser sight attachment. On top of that, we're introducing a brand new reward system for just playing PUBG, com- uh, PUBG and completing missions. The the reintroduction of an updated marker system on the screen, network information, and much more. Read on for everything coming in update twenty one. So we'll we'll just skim through these. They have a mic test thing coming out. We're not going to go into that too much. Yeah. They fix UI. Uh, basically, the issue was after connecting the Xbox controller to the PC, the drop down menu would not appear to select. The reason for reporting the res- on the results screen. It fixed an issue where the position character who uh, of the character who boarded a car is fixed at a very strange spot. 
Fix the issue where the character being shown in different location. I don't know what that means. Cloning. Fix an issue when a character is moving by a vehicle. The character is created in an unspecific location. That's what? interesting. I wonder if you could get murdered like across the map because you were like got in a car and it was weird. Hopefully. That's interesting. Uh, weapon rendering. They fixed an issue where the weapon on of the person being spectated is not rendered, causing a problem with the weapon going into aim down sights mode. Camera uh, two fixed the issue where the camera zooms in when approaching a corpse while lying down. Camera three fixed an issue where the camera temporarily zoomed in and out when approaching a window with glass and throwing uh, and, and throwing a throwable. It's a weird one. Weird. Sandhawk fix fixed an issue where on the Sandhawk map the character occasionally falls from the sky when situated at the very end of the sea. I fixed an issue with the Blue Zone timer UI occasionally decreased by two seconds. They fixed some underwater animation stuff and UAZ damage taken. Uh, basically, you sometimes receive more damage comparatively to other vehicles which are in the UAZ colliding with the landmarks. They, they fixed that, I think. Um, so training mode, <clears throat> has a, they've released a little map. They've actually released the map on the training servers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's pretty, pretty interesting. So apparently, like, this is an interesting little... Uh, tidbit here you can change the names of the locations depending on the server huh uh i don't know if that like that that in the picture is meant to be like in the picture and saying that to us or if it's like a i'm not sure but i wonder if that that can be so you could like have your own zones for like making games and stuff interesting game that'd be cool yeah so you can yeah rename stuff but it looks like there's a lot of cool uh details here so they added a training mode of course uh it's a two by two map join through matchmaking with a training mode button when there are five or more players, it'll start, uh, and it, it can be up to 20 per session. I'm sorry, up to 20 minutes per session. Uh, if there's less than five players in the matchmaking queue, matchmaking will continue for five minutes. If there's still less than five after five minutes, the session will start with the original number of players present, and the other players cannot join the session. Uh, total play time is 30 minutes, in case of, uh, which is confusing, by the way, they put that out there, whatever. Uh, players can't cannot drop below one HP in training mode, so you can't die. I assume that yeah. means... I just want what I want is to be able to jump out of the plane and not hit my parachute. Yes. I just want to smack into the ground as hard as possible on the map. <laughs> I want that to be my game mode. Uh, this is pretty cool. Tell me about this gun. This gun is a new AR called the MK47 Mutant. It uh, can be acquired on all the maps through via World Spawn. It is a AR weapon using 7.62 millimeter bullets and has a 12 round, excuse me, 20 round capacity, which can be upgraded 30 rounds via the extended mag. Uh, it has two fire modes, single shot, and two round burst. And almost all the attachment types can be used with the MK47, but it does not have a stock slot. Hmm. So yeah, this seems that seems like pretty much kind of what we covered last week, but I think they changed the name on that. Am I wrong? Uh, or just by calling it the mutant? I just don't think I've seen that before. I didn't see them change the name. Uh, yeah, well, maybe I made that up. I made everything up. Nobody knows what's going on anymore. Nope. Uh, so the new Sandhawk exclusive tuck shy is out. Um, Three-person vehicle. We talked about that already last week. There's a supply system. They had a supply system which grants you a reward based on the completed missions and playtime. Yeah. Basically, you grain XP uh, mm. through your for your survival gauge. Sure. I don't know anymore what's going on in this game. Uh, seems like this is very uh, microtransaction-y, but... Uh, the, the the objectives are stuff like revive three teammates, and they have some weekly stuff like deal 700 damage to enemies, survive at least 20 minutes, get five kills with a shotgun, etc. Kind of seems like a little bit better uh, achievements. <laughs> than yeah, I mean, it, it could end up being microtransaction, but it, it just kind of sounds like they maybe 
finally put a small progression system inside the game. I'm hoping it stays free. Yes, that would be very cool. Yeah, even if that's just like this is the free tier and we have the gold tier where you get like yeah. a bunch more stuff. That'd be cool. I mean, I would like to just have my stats tracked, even if I didn't get anything. Right. I'd be okay with that. Uh, speaking of getting stuff, what'd they do to the BP system? Do you really care? I mean, a little bit. I'm like, scared. Uh, so I mean, yeah, that's a really good question because I don't, but also I kind of do. They've restructured the system to take into account both playtime and ranking. So rewards have been restructured to equalize the differences in BP efficiency based on playing time for each map and mode, and they've changed team rewards to be shared. So you can no longer solo in squads and get all four shares that's of the so BP. Sad. Which I didn't even know you could do to begin with. That's so it, that is pretty nuts. That's kind of crazy. I think they should. I think it's fair. They should let you look. If you're going to solo a squad game, you should get all that BP. Honestly, you should. If you win somehow, <laughs> yeah. you deserve it. Uh, anyway, they've added some gameplay changes. One of the the big ones here, to me at least, is the laser sight. Yeah. Which they've got a video you can check out in the uh, in the actual notes, which we'll have in our show notes. But uh, basically. They had a new attachment laser sights. Bullet spread is reduced when hit firing and soft aiming. The laser sight fits on weapons with lower rail slot available, taking up the grip slot. Currently, there is no, a known issue that the laser effect is not displayed in the death cam or replay. The issue will be resolved soon. Um, we'll just skim over these real quick. They added improved marker ping system, uh, first introduced for testing, which I believe is the one where you can set, like, uh, just by looking at something, set a marker. Yeah, you don't have to pull up the map. Uh, all team members can see the marker on the compass. After seeing the marker, there is two-second cooldown. Uh, the marker, which is good. So yeah. You can't just be like, he's over here. Now he's over there. You kind of have, like I say, like he's in this area and keeps you maybe from cheating a little bit with that. Uh, when ping markers overlap, the closest located marker will be shown on top. They improve the visuals of the uh, blue zone effects. You can actually look at a picture of this, which is nice. Blue zone effects are now shown more clearly while the blue zone is closing in. It'll be easier to see from longer distances than before. Blue zone effects look different. Depending on the map and weather, they've improved this so the blue zone effect is visually similar in all conditions. So it's nice. It looks good on Miramar especially because it's kind of hard to see. Yeah. If you look at this uh, before and after picture. Um, they added some stuff to the UI UX that you guys probably care about, which is like your ping. Yeah, people have asked about I that. saw some people in Discord talking about that. Yeah. I mean, that seems like good. They added, uh, you know, like a voice chat category as well, which is nice because it was always, always hard for me to find uh, all those settings. Yeah. Um, but the ping thing is interesting. I know people really care about knowing that information. Mine's always going to be low because my internet sucks. <laughs> or high, I guess. High ping. Uh, they approved the, the appearance of the wardrobe weapons gear section. You'll notice that. Um, and the store has been improved. They did a bunch of performance and replay stuff, which I'm not like super interested in, like covering. It's it's uh you know they made made optimize the client that kind of stuff that we always talk about. They basically yeah. made it run gooder. It runs better gooder now. <laughs> um, and they added a bunch of custom match stuff. Which I mean, is there anything in here you think that's super interesting to cover? Uh, just we'll the like the the two modes they added to each to normal mode and war mode. Basically, it's some of the events that they ran, the 45ers, which is a 45 ACP mode for normal mode, and then the ghillie crossing, which is ghillie suits and cross pose. Again, those are normal matches with, uh, you know, specific loadouts. Those are neat because I don't think you could force ghillie suits on everybody hmm. any other way that I know that's of. That's cool. Yeah, so that's, that's neat. Really cool. And then for war mode, they did Desert Knights, which is just overpower on Miramar, and then a hmm. sniper kit, which is one shot, one kill. I think that was all car 98s. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Actually. Yeah, so no. I mean, that's that's, that's some cool, interesting stuff we'll probably end up doing with the community for 
custom game night. Uh, and then there's a bunch of bug fixes, which um, just go read these. There's a lot. If you're interested in the bug fixes, we've covered some of them because they end up repeating all the time in these notes. So I don't want to cover them again. I mean, there's probably one or two we missed, but it's not, you know, not worth, bo- uh, you know, bothering you guys with. But if you're, if you're curious, you can go read all that. The last little bit of news here is uh, <laughs> very weird. This is coming from Hyper Hype Beast, which I don't even know what website this is. So I I'd know. like to be clear, this is the first link I found. But uh, they're talking about uh, an Xbox Australia. There's a limited edition greaseproof Xbox One <laughs> controller. It's Battlegrounds themed. <laughs> so that's cool, I guess. It's it's got it's got hashtag greaseproof 1.0 on the grip. If this was closer to April Fools, I would assume this is a joke. This but is it's one not. of two hundred controllers. Uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> honestly also, if you told me this was like a buffalo wild wings partnership <laughs> then i would totally believe you because the colors kind of match up with buffalo yeah, wild wings that's that's fair you know what i would be really interested in this if the plate was mo- made out of these controllers <laughs> and you got to keep one when you went home but you had to eat your wings off of it okay to prove that it was worthy i don't know i don't know they laminated it by hand with urethane uh, fights off grief, but it fends off scratches as well and water as well. So that's cool. So if you're the kind of person who puts their whole controller in a chip bag yeah, and shakes it around. If you're dipping your controller in a KFC bucket, this is for you. I don't understand. Like either wash your hands or accept the fact that you're faster because your hands are greased up. <laughs> it's one or the other. Pick one. You're not getting a special controller. I'm putting my foot yeah. down. This isn't happening. Anyway, you guys can go look at pictures. Of that. It's not a bad looking controller. But no, I mean, it's all right. It's, it's not bad. I mean, I I take it. I don't have an Xbox One controller, so sure. It's PUBG PUBG's trademark colors is what they say in this, which I don't actually. Why is believe. this only in Australia? I don't know. Ask Slam Zone why they why you got dirty hands. Yeah, Slam like Zone. that's why. Are also are 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 Australians just known for having greasy hands? What is the deal? Slam Zone. That? What's with those chip fingies you got? <laughs> chip fingies? Can you not keep your hands out of the crisps? <laughs> please please write in about the crisps. Slam zone. I think we, I think that's what you call them there. Yeah. Uh, no, they <laughs> anyway, probably call them something crazier. I don't know, like tingies. Uh, <laughs> sounds right. Yeah. Tell We're me I'm wrong. Called. Tell me I'm wrong. I am. Slam I've zone. changed my question. Slam zone. You don't have to answer the other one unless you feel like it. What are chips called over there? <laughs> what are chips called? Submit a 15 second <laughs> voice clip, would, and maybe we'll put it on the next episode. I would love that? to just to prove that you're Australian. We need a voice clip, it's pretty important. This is your time to shine. Uh, <laughs> the only other news there was was I saw that there was a Call of Duty uh Battle Royale video, which isn't necessarily PUBG related, but yeah, it's Battle Royale related. I watched that without sound, but I did watch it. Me too, it was great. <laughs> it was better without sound, to be clear. Uh, but no, it looks interesting. They don't really show anything about the gameplay. But it looks like it's going to, you know, take place in some nuke town, or at least part of it. So, have you seen the the overall map? Yeah, I saw the picture of the... It's like a nuke town island. Yeah. It kind of looks a little erangle-shaped. I, I believe it. I think Fortnite's map is kind of erangle-shaped. It is. I mean, like, it, to be clear, I think it's less that it's erangle-shaped. It's more of, like, the whole bigger map, our bigger island, and then a smaller, smaller island, island is, like, yeah. very just, you know... Yeah, that's just the Similar. go-to apparently. Yeah, uh, it's pretty interesting though. The, uh, the the video's worth watching. I'll try to remember to throw it in the show notes. I probably won't. Just have to look it up. It's going to be very popular. <laughs> but it looks cool. It looks like you have four-person squads, helicopters, cars, that kind of thing. Yeah, to fight. Helicopter seems like a good addition. Why not? They don't have that in PUBG. That's right. 
that'd be pretty cool. I can th- think of some real dumb stuff you could do with helicopters if they were in PUBG. It might ruin the game. I don't know for sure. But anyway, that was that was worth talking about because we are. I think God. we're both curious about what a Battlefield and Call of Duty are going to do. Can you imagine if PUBG had helicopters? They're like, imagine what happened when two Dacias crashed together. <laughs> and then what would happen <laughs> yeah, to two helicopters? Spinning blades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Add, add dynamic spinning blades to this. And everything uh, actually, goes just bad. put spinning blades on top of the Dacia and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> we, we model our helicopter Give after real life helicopters. Batmobile copter. I'm cool with that, man. Just take the tuk tuk, throw some propellers on it. It's a personal <laughs> helicopter. Uh, anyway, that's that's about it for PUBG news. So, David, play that outro news music. Alright, up next is games we've been pl- I'm gonna cut that out and make that our music every week. Games we've been playing, and this is just where we talk about a few things, not PUBG related, that we want to I cover. I don't have a lot because I've been. I don't either. I've been kind of, you know, I've been playing my Switch, just trying to catch one of the games that I haven't had. I never beat. Uh, I did play a game on my phone called Data Wing. Okay. Basically, you're this little triangular ship, and you're the left side of your screen uh, turns left, the right side of your screen turns right. It automatically accelerates, and you can speed up by like almost grinding on the on the walls of the huh. level, so they kind of curve around. Sure. Uh, and, and certain sections curve, and if you get close to the wall, you can grind on it and boost off the wall and go faster. Basically, you do time trials or races, or uh, you try to like make it to the exit without getting squished or whatever. Um, and it's got an interesting little storyline in the background. Seems like it's actually got like it's a little deeper than it looks. It's got a silly, almost portal esque computer companion. Okay. That talks to you, but then like they start revealing documents that show something that maybe a little bit deeper. Sure. About like you know some family issues the computer users having and it's it's pretty interesting so far I haven't beat it yet it's free I haven't seen an ad yet either so I'm not really sure how it's free but it's it's pretty cool definitely worth a, tr- a try if you if you got a few minutes to burn uh, give it a, give it a level or two to get used to it but it's it's really fun and uh, yeah I'm I'm gonna go back to that for sure and the only other thing I've been doing is I beat Shovel Knight oh yeah that's a good that's a good game Shovel Knight's so good that's a very good game I. Was not sure what to expect when I started it, and I, I, I really liked it. By the end of it, I I beat it, and I immediately booted up the uh, second portion of it. The uh, the one where you get to play as the Plague third Knight. dude. Plague Knight, yes, thank you. I haven't played that yet. Is it good? It's cool. It's really cool. Uh, it's, it's totally different because you're not using a shovel. It's hard to get used to at first, sure. but you have a really interesting jump move. So basically, the first level you play through is the first level you play through as Shovel Knight, but you can pretty much just rock it across some gaps that were a lot harder to get through and it seems like uh a lot of the game is trying to make you more mobile like and do aerial stuff yeah so it's cool it's fun um it's got a you know same silly sense of humor same goofy characters that kind of thing so it's it's pretty good so far so i started that up as well i also played a little more hollow knight yeah uh and i like hollow knight it's good i i'm i'm having trouble getting into it because i know it's gonna take me like three or four hours to like get it upgraded and really enjoy this Sure. Um, but I'm I'm liking it. I, I don't know what to do, and I'm not sure if I should like go look up a guide or just wing it. Do you have the... Uh, have you found a map yet? No. I'm sure okay. that'll help. So, yeah, you need to just... If you want a hint, there's yeah. a map guy, and he, he hums hmm. like a little tune. So when you start getting closer to him, you'll hear him. Okay. And then there's like little pages scattered around the, the area that lead to him, like a trail. Okay, I'll have to keep it So the first thing you want to do is get that, and then you want to go back up to the top and buy a little upgrade from the map shop 
that uh, basically puts your marker on the map so you know where you are in relation to, you know, the map. Okay, yeah, that sounds like that would make this a lot Once you start getting that, yeah, you'll Fun. you'll start rocking and rolling. I was like, you, the first time I played this game was on PC, and I didn't know about those. And I was like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> and then I finally I, I do started feel like like reading about it, and I was like, oh, I need to go get some upgrades. I think some people love it, and it's, it's probably the part of the charm for them. But that kind of stuff for me is the opposite of what I want to do in a game. Right. I don't want to decide. I mean, I don't mind deciphering a story, but I don't want to decipher gameplay. I want to just play the game. So that was like kind of a downer at first after playing Shovel Knight, which is super linear. But... Uh, I'm 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 excited to play it and stick with it. So I, I really think it, if you that. just get that one upgrade and kind of learn how the map, like how to find the map guy in each area, yeah, you're gonna love it. That was the only thing that was turning me off in the game. And once I like made peace with that's just how that mechanic works. Yeah, I mean that's that that's fair. Great. I at least know what I'm going into because I'd heard yeah. that on a few podcasts. Uh, but yeah, I'm just excited to, to to start playing it and start making. I know once I start making some headway, I'll start getting better at the game too. That'll help. Yeah. I beat up a monster guy, and it was hard. And I bet he wasn't even a boss. So that was really frustrating. Because like, this guy's hard. I suck <laughs> at this. Um, but anyway, so that's all I did. What have you been playing? Uh, man, the only thing I've really been playing is chugging away at Dead Cells. I actually had my first, like, 45-minute run in that game, which I didn't even know huh. it would take me that long. Like, to be clear, you could spend that long on, like, one section if you really just explored everything. But, like... I beat the first boss and made it to, like, the second little, like, section of the game. And I actually made it to a third boss that quickly destroyed me. But that game's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it I've heard it's it a lot about the It continues to be loadout. way deeper than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's what everyone says or has said that I've heard about it. So yeah. I haven't played it yet, but I've heard that it's, yeah, a lot more. There's a lot more going on than there seems to be going on. Definitely. Like there's multiple stages, that kind of thing. Yeah, Ah, that's cool. Um, that's really cool. I've been playing that in a game called Pocket City. I've been playing the free version. It's four ninety nine on Android. I'm sure it's on iTunes as well. Um, it's literally just SimCity. That sounds good. It's real good. Like I, I've been actually wanting to play SimCity for a while, and I'm sure you could go through the steps on an Android phone and figure out oh, a way to put could, it on there for, for sure. sure. <laughs> but like this is a you know built Close for enough. the phone, so yeah, it's much more intuitive. But it's fun. I mean, it's literally just SimCity. You have like a little town you build residential zones commercial zones industry zones for jobs you build power and water and expand sounds cool yeah it's fun yeah that's about it though yeah well i I have a game recommendation so ps plus well first off ps plus is they're giving away everybody who has ps plus gets destiny 2 for free yeah so if you uh if you want to play destiny 2 you can do that but uh they're also releasing a game called another world and it made me start thinking about that game i used to play i believe in the states it was called out of this world way back when but uh Another world. It's really cool. I remember playing it with my dad. We had a moment where, like, he was near the end. He couldn't figure out what to do. And as a kid, I ended up, like, figuring it out. And, like, it's this scene at the end where you're not really sure what, what mobility your character has. They don't really define it. Uh, and so it takes some um, some wing in it. But uh, I recently played it on my Android phone, like, last year. Yeah. Uh, and it was really good. But that's out on PS Plus. So if you have PS Plus, I'd go check it out. Uh, it's, that game's I, too I love hard that game. That game's hard, but it's... It's not if you... It's not. You just have to play through each section a few times to learn it. Yeah, and that gets frustrating because uh, yeah, you I have just to start over half the time. Yeah, you, you have to... You kind of have to save scum it some if you can. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, you know, that's the kind of game that, like, even if you did a walkthrough, it's worth it just because that game still looks really nice for how old it is. There's a remastered version, but even the old version still looks really cool. It's got sure. a very rotoscope style. Yeah. Um, anyway, kind of looks like Prince of Persia, but... Yeah, okay. 
it's cool. There's there's a few scenes where like I have some good memories with that, and I don't know why I was thinking about this, but uh, there's a scene where you're sitting in a spaceship and this guy's like charging at you, and the the the, the way to get out is just smash the keyboard. <laughs> like you're trying to set off the spaceship when you don't know what button to hit, and that's how my dad. I remember playing with my dad, and that's how we got through that part was just smashing the keyboard as hard as we could. But anyway, it's a fun little game. Probably takes like two hours to finish once you get good at it. But uh, it's, yeah, it's uh, worth a look. Anyway, up next is Supply Crate. Supply Crate is our email section. You can email us at mail at dropsomecast.com or hit us up in the, in the Supply Crate channel in the Discord, which you can hit at discord.dropsomecast.com. David, what's this first one? This first one comes in from all five horizons. Not four. Not, Not three, four, all five. Uh, and he addresses it specifically to me. I think you mentioned something about your... Uh, or we mentioned Xbox controllers. Yeah, we did. Uh, for the n- not the real question of the week, Xbox Elite, Xbox Elite controllers are totally worth it. Don't pay 150 though. I got mine in good condition off eBay for $80. Beyond just the better feel and materials controllers made out of, the paddles are great. I use the top paddles for X, hmm. which is great for looting, and LB, uh, third person name, and the bottom two for leaning. Pressing that's a pretty good idea, suck. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, thanks for the recommendation. Thank you. Yeah, the Elite controller looks super nice. It's one it of those does. things where, like, I cannot justify $150 for a controller. 80 maybe. Maybe. Maybe I could justify. So, uh, that's awesome. That's good to know that the used market is probably... I never really considered that Yeah, as an option. Up next is uh, Nibs. Nibs says, Fix PUBG has released... Our, our question of the week was, how's Fix PUBG? Like, do you think it's adequate? We asked that a couple weeks ago, and we just haven't been back since then to answer that question. And the other question was, what do you think about the recent updates? Nib says, Fix PUBG has released one update so far, and for what I've noticed, uh, is that my frames seem to be a lot more steady and a bit higher. He has a 660 graphics card. Oh. So, not a, not a new card for sure, but that's, uh, yeah. that's good. That's good. good. Thanks, Nibs. Yeah. Yes. His next one comes in from Slamzone. He says, I wouldn't be any less, I couldn't be any less satisfied with Fix PUBG. Why decide to fix it now after being in 1.0 for eight months? Have we been unknowingly playing a broken game this whole time? Yes. I would like some focus on Aaron Gold, needs a bit of an update, more buildings to loot and places to drop, a reimagining of some of the towns maybe. Gaka is terrible, and some of the towns just don't make any sense. Who puts a house five meters away from another and rotates and rotate at 130 degrees, degrees to the side? Stop Stop worrying about the city. Don't That's worry her. about geometry, man. It's all fake houses You don't need this it. point. You don't need geometry. It's no more geometry. I don't want a single piece of geometry in my game. It's not real. I want a one-dimensional, straight line, and you just to play via sound. Flat. That's what I want. Just like Flat. the Earth. Flat Royale. Thanks, Sam Zone. Bone seventy three jumps in. Uh, he says, "I think FixPubG is a step in the right direction. It's, this, it's if the semi-transparency continues, I'll believe it. Right now, I equate it to the bogus celeb apologies after a bad event. The apology is so forced and scripted, it feels fake. They are just apologizing because they got caught. But I doubt uh, it'll really change. So maybe fair enough. That's not a bad point. I mean, like uh, I think that since we do, since this was written, we have had another update. It does seem like they are focusing on those uh, actual things that they mentioned, which is good. That's like heartening a little bit to know. Yeah, it's it's in their best interest. To be transparent. So you would hope that they recognize that and continue with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, no, that's not that's not a bad point. But yeah, I think I think I I do think we're coming with the uh, coming to the other outcome you mentioned, the the better outcome. So, yeah, hopefully that's the case. Thanks, Bones. 
Basic Bro writes in and he says, I agree with Slams though. The housing is very sparse in some areas that could clearly have an increase in size to open options up for squads a little more. When they did the building updates, I was expecting a few more houses than what they'd actually done. I also want to add to mine. He came back later and said this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So he's adding on to what he originally said and he says, so they finally fixed the slow aimed outside controllers aimed down sight on a controller in a few days because of my outcry on Xbox. And by the time they pushed patch 20 today on PC, they still forgot to fix it, even though they had acknowledged it on PC. But it's been almost 60 days now. Basic bro is heating up. He's heating up. <laughs> He's uh, on fire. <laughs> what is up with fixed PUBG? They made the Xbox playable test server push, and then I literally caught a bug they had on the PC server that had that they had not tested properly. Um, nope, I read that wrong. Yeah. Literally caught a bug they had on the PC server that had been reported properly 50 days ago and had never been fixed for controller players. What a shame. Do you think they QA test properly? It would have taken a child less than 10 minutes to discover his issue. That was my big rant this week, and I made a post on Reddit with proof of the bug being fixed. For 50 days of PUBG's unprofessional approach, I know a guy who got permanently banned for trying to get the mod's attention about this bug, and they all, all they said was, oh, maybe make sure your controller is attached properly. My Reddit post got over 40 comments. Prior to update 21, it still wasn't working. Basic rule, I'm yeah. sorry you're having controller issues. That sucks. Uh, do they QS, QA test properly? I, I have no idea how you QA I think, test a game. I think they de- depend on us to QA I mean, test. Honestly, at some point, like... Now, that's not a game that I would be like, they need to depend on us. Like, when Bethesda releases Skyrim or, you know, yeah. like Elder Scrolls games, that's where they're like, listen, there's no possible way for us to test all these quests. We're just going to just expect a patch within the first month, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know about about PUBG. I, I, that's, a, that's a good question. Well, hopefully, they get it fixed. Hopefully, the stuff that they just came out will make you happy. Now, why don't you take this next one, and I'll take the one for my dad, which is real long. Yeah, uh, he says... Um so the whole fixed PUBG thing, I do believe that they need to fix or optimize the servers. Now, this one actually came from N- Namreal. Sorry. Namreal? No, that's okay. I probably look like I misspelled something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our, our formatting got broke on our note. But uh, yeah, that's that's from Namreal. So thank you. Yeah, I think uh, optimization of the servers is a priority looking at the notes. But yeah, we'll see for sure. Uh, this one comes in from my dad. He says he's late for the conversation, as usual, but some of his fondest memories are from the Atari 2600. Uh, he said, my friend and I would spend hours playing Tank Battle with a racing game where you could drift around corners. Another fun console was the Intellivision. It had an advanced control controller for its time, and some of the games were a blast. My brother and I would play football and baseball games uh, and keep our own stats. Hmm. Uh, and he also jumped in and says, here's the books he recommends, Codex Alera series. He's looking at you, David. Stormlight huh. Archive by Brandon Sanderson. Not done yet, but just go read it. It's it's really good. The Gentleman Bastard series, really good, sometimes funny dark fantasy. It's pretty fantastic, actually. Uh, the first is Lies of Loch Lamora, and uh, that book is is very good. Surprise that book. Good. I need to read it. It's, it's it's fantastic. It takes a little, like a hundred pages to get like to, used to the characters. Maybe sure. I mean, it's still interesting, but that's when it's like it really picks up and some stuff happens. That's like that's just bonkers it's good it's really good uh monster hunter international series lots of gun action and monster killing the only sparkly vampires are ones on fire uh, i have read one of the monster hunter international if you like guns if you're a gun fan you will like those books the guy who writes them is actually from alabama i believe huh uh, the for the book actually takes place in alabama so they go to the soto caverns i think in the first weird book. Yeah, it's strange knowing the place uh, that the the book's written, but uh, the, he's very he's very much a gun nut, and so like 
there's a lot of things he says that I don't understand about <laughs> guns. Uh, but it's, you know, still a pretty good book. It's like Dresden Files meets, uh, rather than having magic, he has a machine gun. So it's it's pretty good. Uh, sure. It, it, I'd recommend it. I got I got the first one for free, and I, I think it was worth a, it'd be worth a buy. Uh, he also says, King Killer Chronicles, the first book shows up on the most, uh, the best fantasy novels of all time. Uh, and I would recommend that as well. <laughs> uh, that's the name of the wind is the first book. It's really, if you like fantasy, all of these are good, good entries. Uh, and also there's a little story about how Codex Alera became to be. I don't know if you've read this, David. I have not. Basically someone challenged Jim Butcher to, I think that the idea was that it doesn't matter what your idea is. It matters about your execution. Yeah. So they challenged him to make Pokemon mixed with the lost Roman Legion. And that's how you get the Codex Alera. <laughs> Cause everyone has like these, uh, furies, which are just basically like elemental creatures. Yeah. Uh, and there's like, it's set in like a Roman, uh, aesthetic. It's hard. It's hard to say times, uh, timeline. Cause it's not the same timeline, obviously, but it's kind of got that feel to it. Sure. It's really good. And anyway, dad, too long. Uh, summarize dad, TLDR, uh, <laughs> shows. If you're a fan of football, check out Friday night tykes. Uh, they've also been watching alone. About 10 people are dropped in a remote location. They have to film themselves trying to survive. Uh, some of it's heart-wrenching, and he says he highly recommends IT Crowd. Anybody that has worked in a corporate IT needs to watch it. Dark Matter was really good, but Sci-Fi canceled it after three seasons. Ratings were fine, but Network still didn't own it, so they gave it the axe. Still worth watching. Anyway, that was answering a question way, 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 way ago. So, uh, so there's that if you're if you're if you're curious. So uh, thanks, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, thanks, Tim's dad. <laughs> This next one comes in from Mark in the Cloud. He says, I think we need to view PUBG like any tech startup company. When you start a new company and you have a good idea, you want to be as fast to market as possible. This usually means you release a MVP of that product, which may use, quote, easy to build on, end quote, technologies that do not scale or perform well under maximum load. This is what we saw with PUBG. The basic mechanics and ideas were solid. The tech behind it was not, as with a tech startup and hypergrowth. They need to re-architect a lot of the systems to work better and perform better at scale. Fortnite is often said to be much more stable and performant than PUBG, but they have had the luxury of being in development of the core game for over six years, and they are they are far from a startup. Uh, he also goes on to say, so am I satisfied with fixed PUBG? I appreciate the transparency and putting rough timelines together. That shows accountability. They made a lot of really good changes recently. There are still bugs to fix. But I think that PUBG today is in a much better state than it was, say, three to six months ago. I'd agree with that. Yeah, for sure. He says, we'll see how it progresses, but I imagine their biggest challenge is going to be hiring good developers, ramping them up, and improving their development to QA to release pipelines so that it doesn't take 50 days to fix bugs like Basic found and reported. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Mark and Cloud. So, yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, when he's talking about, like, the scalability. I, th- I believe Twitter was the... Yeah was when it first came out, like, the same way where it wasn't really ready for the popularity. Right. So they had to revamp stuff at some point, like, a couple of years down the road. Uh, and that seems like it's pretty common to just piece something together to get it going, to get some funding. And it seems like it worked for PUBG, just kind of coming back to bite them now. And it is funny to think about Fortnite being a development for six years. Yeah, and, and like, that uh, game was the, the weirder thing is, like, Fortnite, as we know it today, wouldn't even exist without PUBG. For sure. Fortnite, uh, as it is today, would not only would it not exist, but Fortnite, the base game that was going to come out, probably would have been a flop. Yeah. Uh, just from, like, not because it was bad, because I heard it was kind of fun, but, like, there's only so much advertising dollars can do for a game. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, or, or hype. Like, Lawbreakers, I believe, when it first came, I had a good amount of hype, but just never caught on. I feel like it would have been that same thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that, that version of Fortnite is still supposedly coming out. Yeah, Save uh, the World. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> They'll make it free at some point, maybe, and, and figure out a way to do cosmetics in it or something. But, yeah, that's, that is that is interesting. Uh, thank you very much, Mark of the Cloud. Uh, this last one comes in from Goku. The, the Goku. Goku. He's here. We got him. Dragon Ball Jesus, Goku himself. Dragon Ball Jesus. <laughs> I think that instead of them saying that they're going to fix stuff, they actually do it. The game has been broken for a bit and still this kind of is. It's basically a random number generator at the end of the day where when trying to go for a win. They have tons of things they have to do if they want people to come back to show that they actually care and don't just want money. That's fair. I think the criticism about wanting money is like especially especially uh, important. Yeah. Because it really does feel like that's what they're doing. And it's a hard Definitely. line to follow. If they had had that stuff in there from day one, the microtransaction-y stuff, like day one, the, the the battle pass and everything, or like very early on, it'd be a different thing than trying to follow Fortnite. Right. Like literally naming your currency almost directly after Fortnite is just, you know, I don't know. It just seems seems so weird to me and so much like a money grab. Well, thank you very much, Goku, for writing in. I hope you are doing well. I hope you found all 20 of the Dragon Balls or whatever the heck that show's about. I don't know anything about the show anymore. <laughs> May Piccolo guide you. <laughs> Krillin lead your heart. <laughs> some, some people are like screaming at like, what are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, that's it for Supply Crate. If you want to, you can write in at uh, mail at dropsoncast.com or hit us up in the Supply Crate channel uh, in the Discord, which is at discord.dropsoncast.com. David, what's our question for next week? Um, we don't have one yet. I don't know. No, we do. It's about teeth. <laughs> you can't <laughs> default to the bad question you put posited in Hangouts. I can totally. Teeth. All right, here's here's the course of the week. <laughs> don't let them silence me. Would you sell your teeth? It's would that simple. If you could rip a tooth out of your head and get a hundred bucks for it, would you do it? How many teeth deep were you willing to go? Yeah, that's in the, order would you to make a hundred bucks a pop. Yeah, it's not that much money at the end of the day. Well, maybe there's like a maybe there's a bonus for just for going on multiplier. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a full, multiplier. A full set gets you double. Every five teeth, it goes up like by three hundred dollars. All right, five if you teeth. want to answer David's dumb question, you can answer that. But I want to go back to all five horizons, and I want to know what your favorite like peripheral for any video game console or computer is. Is it like a is it you know a really cool flight stick or is it a controller? What's the top of the line? Is it some old? It's you the know, power glove. Is it the power glove? We want to know. I want to know what you, what your favorite controller or device uh, peripheral for gaming is. Is it the little Rob, Rob the robot? Like, just send that in. So we're gonna go non PUBG this week. And if you have anything about PUBG, you could feel free to write in about that as well. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. that is gonna do it for our show. If you, if you wouldn't mind, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes helps us move the charts. Makes us feel good. Uh, also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, and Twitch, you can find us at basically Drop Zone Cast on all of those. Um, and uh, hit us up in the Discord again. That's discord.dropzonecast.com. Come play some games with us. Come play customs. We do customs. What Monday nights is the most popular night? Uh, right now we all, well we don't only do them on Monday nights. That's healing night on the calendar. And then uh, we have a group of guys who just kind of randomly go, "Hey, let's run some customs tonight." So. so yeah. So anyway, Monday nights are the the main meetup night for us. So if you want to play some games with the the crew, you can yeah. 
Come join discord.dropzonecast.com. Come play some games. I don't think we have a big Xbox population uh, on the Discord as far as playing games together, but I'm sure that there's people who'd want to. Yeah. So uh, reach out. I know that there's a few people who do play only Xbox. So uh, you're welcome to come join and see see what you can find out. Maybe you can make a few friends. Uh, David, who made that cool music? That really good intro and outro music comes in from Stairways. If you like the music you're hearing, you can check out more music that he makes as well as videos. In our show notes, we link to his YouTube channel, or you can just get on YouTube and search Stairway, and you'll find him. Yeah. He also has a Twitter. I don't know. I follow him. He does. I, I follow him, too. But he does have a Twitter, so you can check that out as well. Uh, he's a nice dude, and thanks again, Stairway, for letting us use this song for 64 episodes. We promise you that royalty checks in the mail. Yeah. We don't make any money, and you can't have any of our money. He can't have any of our zero dollars, David. I won't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh... Until next week, I'm Tim Catania. I'm David Johnson. Hey, David. Yeah. As of this recording, Spider-Man comes out tomorrow. I know. On the PS4. It looks amazing. Marvel Spider-Man is the correct title, apparently. Uh, but anyway, that game looks really good. Uh, I watched the and, quick look. Yes. And they, they mentioned J, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson yeah. is basically a an Alex Jones character. Yeah. And if you if you know that when you listen to him talk, it's dead on. Like obviously the guy's modeling himself after Alex Jones and it's very funny. It's very good. Uh, that game looks amazing. Like graphically and the web slinging looks really fun. I'm excited. My kid keeps snatching my phone out of my hand like, Dad, let me watch. Yeah, and you got I wanna that, see Spider Man. You got that four K T V, right? I do, but I don't have a four K PS four. Oh. Yeah. I probably still- I, I'm probably not gonna be getting this game till like November. Oh, there you go. I had to I had to pay for a tooth, another tooth. My teeth just keep falling off. That was Crazy. the genesis of the the pot. Of our real question much. of the week. Yeah, that was. was uh, I to just told him to rip that tooth out. Coda in uh, twenty four karat gold and see what he can get for it. I mean, that's he'd that's probably fair. still come out ahead, even though he'd have to spend some money on some gold to melt down. <laughs> It was like $1,000 to get my crown. <laughs> I tried to go get a crown and re-cement it on there. Like, there's no way this is going to work. We're going to have to remake this all. I'm like, cool. <laughs> this isn't my new dentist, my better dentist. My quality dentist. This isn't the old one did the bad job. <laughs> so anyway, if any of you know how to do a heist on, you know, my old dentist to get my money back, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> I'm willing to do an Ocean's Eleven style heist just for the fun of it, okay? We need I don't someone, want anyone to get hurt. We need someone small enough. And flexible enough to put in a suitcase. <laughs> to put in a suitcase and leave there by accident. <laughs> in the, squ- the, the heat of the scorching Alabama heat. Oh, boy. Lord. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.